Hello and welcome to the to this episode of CQC Connect, the podcast from the Care Quality Commission. CQC has an ambition to be a world-class regulator, driving improvements in how people experience health and care services and working towards a safer future. To help us achieve this vision, we are developing a new strategy to start from 2021 that builds on the work we've done previously and takes us forward. My name is Sam Wallace, Provider Engagement Lead here at CQC. And today I'm joined by two guests to discuss one of the themes of our new strategy, systems. To start off, I'm going to ask my guests to introduce themselves. Charles, can I start with you? My name's uh, Charles Rendell and I'm one of the strategy managers at the Care Quality Commission. Thanks, Charles. And Dominique, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, my name's Dominique Black. I'm one of the strategy managers at the Care Quality Commission. Great. Thanks both and thanks for joining us today. Um, I guess to start off, it'd be just be interesting to hear a bit more about what we're looking at under the heading systems, what this includes and the kind of things we're starting to explore. Um, Dominique, can I start with you? Sure. So uh, traditionally, CQC's model of regulation has been around individual providers. And what we're hoping to do through the systems theme is look in more detail at the way in which providers collaborate across the system. Um, We've been looking at this theme for for quite some time now. and We know that um, having engaged with a range of different stakeholders, that people are keen for us to keep up with the changing environment, particularly around the ways in which health and social care integrate together. and, and at a minimum, we've heard feedback that uh, people would like to see us increase our incess- assessment at provider level of how the provider contributes to this, the system it's based in, but separately be able to comment on the system and call out concerns. So this also means CQC are thinking about our future role and considering our role in reviewing commissioning. Thanks, Dominique. Um, and I guess, Charles, Part of the reason we're looking at this is because we we recognise there's a there's a lot of factors that influence quality beyond what an individual provider does. Yeah, that, that's right. Um, we um, did a lot of work uh, about two years ago looking at local systems and, lo- and uh, under a banner called local system reviews, where we looked about how um, local system partners were working together. Um, We did this under some special powers called Section 48, which meant that we could also look at commissioning um, with uh, permission from the Secretary of State. Um, And from those uh, reviews, we found that there are a number of key factors um, that support um, systems working together. Um, a main one is around um, system leadership and good working relationships across systems. Um, and through that work, we tested um, relationships and uh, we undertook a piece of work around good relationship management. And it showed that where there was good relationships between providers, um, that uh, systems worked more effectively. Um, we also looked at governance structures and um, the accountability of um joint accountability of performance rather than single organisations looking at their own performance, which can be an uh, can be an issue uh, where people where organisations go into an element of sovereignty rather than working together to look at um, performance. 
Um, and then we also looked about how systems um, shared resources around areas such as workforce to ensure that they looked at workforce across the system rather than just looking at workforce for the health care sector and for the um, social care sector. And that has a big impact on uh, health and social care um, and systems um, and their performance around uh, delivering good quality care for people who use services, their families and carers. And Dominique, is there is another important reason why we need to look at this area because we've seen throughout uh, the COVID-19 pandemic the impact of um, how systems work together on the quality of care? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think the thing that CQC are really aware of is the the, the harsh realities at the beginning of COVID of, of how we, we did see fragmented and, and broken systems. Um, however, we also saw systems who were working really effectively together. So there is definitely something to be said about the learning of those systems who were, were perhaps working in a more integrated way prior to COVID um, and how we can share that information with systems where those uh, relationships weren't working as effectively as they could. So I think it's fair to summarise that CQC want to use our unique position to give a full picture of the quality of care delivered to a person during their journey through the health and care system. Um, and as Charles has said, we've reviewed systems before um, and we want to build upon that process uh, into the future with with views about COVID in mind. Moving on from what um, Dominic was saying, we're really looking at how um, it, it, as we move forward looking at systems, we really want to look at ensuring that the persons at the centre of the system, that, that, the, that the providers that we work with and regulate at the moment uh, are working together to look at how they can ensure that they offer a person-centred um, service and the person-centred care. And, and um, we also want to look to see how uh, providers are engaging with local communities to, set, to ensure what they are providing supports um, the needs of, of their local communities and the people who live within the local communities. Um, so it's it's focused on people, local, the, the uh, improving outcomes for local local people. And um, the other uh, area that we're really interested in at the moment is about um, during the COVID period, there's been quite a lot of acceler accelerated technology and in, in innovation, which uh, may have taken much longer to implement um, in the past, but has been implemented much quicker due to COVID, especially things such as telemedicine and, and um, e-health. And even though uh, we certainly wouldn't want to stifle innovation, um, we're, we're really interested in it about how, um, with this acceleration of of, of um, technology, how providers are ensuring that um, uh, that technology and that innovation is um, safe for people who are using those services. That's really interesting. Thanks, Charles. I think I guess one of the things I'm hearing is that by exploring this area, we can much better get an understanding of the holistic experience of health and social care people might have so not just in individual providers but as they move throughout a whole system is that right i mean i think the 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 point of um in the future that we might be able to look at, you know through our new strategy we can start working in a in a slightly different way to ensure that we are uh working with those providers to make sure that 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 
um, local services uh, at, at, at different levels across the system. Um, people are uh, remain at the centre, but those those uh, different parts of the system ensure that they um, make services bespoke to the people they they they. Um, they they provide services for. So, for example, we could look at a we could look at a, a micro and a macro level. So we can look at a much smaller level. So we can look at what's happening, um, how providers are working together in a place to meet the needs of their local population, or we could look at a much higher level. So we could look at um, how a person uh, the how what the journey is like for a person who is uh, who is receiving their services. Uh, at a very high level that might be commissioned uh, at an England-wide level. So that would be people who are a low volume of, of people, but they, they, their services may cost a lot of money. But it's, it's really interesting for us to see not only at a local level, but at, at that level and a much higher level across the system, how people are being cared for. And we can look at that at other levels then below that. So we could look at the, we could look at how this is working at an, an integrated care system level. We could look at it, how it's working at a primary care network level. It could look at a system at, at a neighborhood, or, or we can obviously still keep our focus on, on just what's happening with the provider. Yeah, it's, it's just, it's important to really flag just to sort of capture some of the points Charles has just raised that, if CQC think about systems more in our future, then we we remain relevant to what's happening in the last landscape. So if we think about the rollout of integrated care systems, primary care networks and integrated care partnerships, clearly the landscape around us is becoming more joined up. Um, we want to reflect that through our model of um, regulation. So what we're thinking about is this multi-level approach to our assessments of care. Um, so a system could be national, like specialised services commission for rare conditions, or it could be something more geographically based, um, such as either an integrated care system or a really local uh, level uh, like, like the ones that Charles has just suggested. That's really helpful. Thanks, Faith. And I guess what, we, what we've heard there is some of the work we've done previously and what the future direction might look like for us in this area but um, there's also some work happening at the moment called provider collaboration reviews and um, Dominique I don't know if you wanted to say a few things about that work that supports this area as well. So the provider collaboration reviews are looking specifically at the ways in which providers have worked together in response to COVID-19. Um, we are conducting 11 reviews and we are focusing on the over 65 population. We're aiming to publish a report based on our initial findings in September, um, and then we will provide further detail in our state of care report, which goes out in October. But the overall intention is to share learning from good practice and where issues arose for providers across health and social care, to help them respond appropriately to any second peak of the infection um, in a more integrated and more effective way. And there's a, the real important thing about the, the COVID-19 provider collaboration reviews is that we want to send some messages out to the system ahead of winter this year um, because we're mindful of the, the pressures, that not just of a, a second peak of of the pandemic, but also winter pressures that will be faced anyway. So 
there is an emphasis on driving improved experiences and outcomes for those who are accessing care and we're developing our insight to develop our data offer to stakeholders as part of this process as well so that we can uh, offer more insightful information to providers working across the system. Great, thanks Dominique. So our, our strategy is still being developed and we're still working on exactly what it will look at in the future and, and this theme is also being developed as part of that. Um, so it'd be really good to get feedback from people to help that development. Um, so to finish off today's episode, it'd be really good to hear both from both of you what kind of questions we would like answers to, what kind of feedback we'd like to get. Um, Charles, can I start with you on that? I think um, for me, I think the if the, the, the question is how people how what what issues people see within um, the the within systems at the moment and and uh, you know quite often NHS and social care work separately um, and that's that's been shown during the COVID period in in certain aspects and but for people who use services their families and carers they 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 they're concerned about the quality of the service they get not about who's providing that care so it's really to understand where the biggest gaps are in in system working and um and how those uh, how we can work with providers to reduce um those gaps so the experience of people moving through health and social care isn't confusing and is uh, as uh, provides the best safe and quality care that they can dominique is there anything you'd like to add to that my thoughts would be that given CQC's ambition is to regulate providers but review systems so by reviewing systems we need to think about using different levers to have an influence um, we through our local system reviews we did a number of different things by bringing a number of different component parts across the systems together to share learning but I'd be really interested from hearing from stakeholders how we can use the information that we gather from the reviews to have make a difference and what they think would be the impactful thing to do to um, encourage systems to work more effectively. Great, thanks both. Thanks for joining me today for this episode and thanks to everyone for listening. Um, if you'd like to find out more about our strategy, uh, this particular theme and how you can feedback, you can find information in the episode description and on our digital engagement platform, Citizen Lab. Uh, look out for more episodes soon on our strategy and other topics. Mm -hmm.